There's also this concept in the Bible of the glory of God. And I've had so many people ask me, like, what does that mean? Like, if we talk about glorifying God with our lives, I mean, and what is the glory of God? Like, sometimes we know it when we feel it or know it when we experience it or see it, but it's sometimes hard to define. Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra and a Merry Christmas to you. I'm here with Pastor Nick Katie. He is the pastor of Whitefields Community Church here in Longmont, Colorado. And we had a wonderful Christmas Eve service and Sunday morning service just looking into our Advent series. And uh, if you have missed any of it, you can go to whitefieldschurch.com and you can download any of the services that you might have missed. Great, great um, topic this year. We were looking at light into the darkness. And so Facebook, any of uh, your favorite streaming platforms, you can find it there. And if you would, if you're watching this right now, like, subscribe if you haven't already done it, or leave us a review, rate and review up on the podcast. It really helps just kind of boost everything up in the algorithm and all that kind of good stuff. And, you know, so when people are typing into Google questions about God, questions about Christmas, questions about life, uh, we can provide them uh, with gospel-centered, Christ-centered content. And so, yes, back Light into the darkness. That was our theme for the Advent series this year. And uh, we finished off that looking at, uh, in this past Sunday, looking back at John chapter 1. And, and just this idea of light into the darkness, you know, it can be kind of abstract, I guess, kind of describing Jesus as being light. And and uh, and that was kind of the our, our series, our Advent series theme this year. So we just kind of want to just unpack that thought. What is what is exactly light into the darkness? Yeah, I think we use these terms a lot. There are a lot of terms that we use where we, I think we kind of implicitly pick up on what they mean, but they mean a lot. And um, sometimes it can, it can actually mean less unless we take the time to um, explain what we're talking about. So one of those terms would be like light, darkness. I think we kind of get some of the aspects of what that refers to. And that doesn't just come from the Bible, right? That comes from all kinds of literature and philosophy and things like that. But then there's also this concept in the Bible of the glory of God. And I've had so many people ask me, like, what does that mean? Like, if we talk about glorifying God with our lives, I mean, and what is the glory of God? Like, sometimes we know it when we feel it or know it when we experience it or see it, but it's sometimes hard to define. So uh, what I love about what it says in John 1, 14 is that it says that Jesus, in Jesus, we see the glory of God. And so the idea that when Moses in uh, Exodus 33, 34, asked to see God's glory, God gives him a revelation of his glory, but that glory manifests itself in a physical way, in light. But it also, the, the explanation, the manifestation of God's glory is his character, this is what I, who I am. This is what makes me glorious. This is what makes me great. And he gives those characteristics, which we looked at. But what's so amazing, in other words, what John is saying, John is saying in chapter one that Jesus is the light that Isaiah promised, but he's also the glory of God as revealed to Moses in human skin with feet on, walking around, interacting with people. And that takes a very abstract concept that we can kind of say, okay, I I understand what that means, but now we understand what it looks like. Now we experience it. 
And what I think is really cool, this is kind of what one takeaway thought that I didn't get to share on Sunday, is that in Exodus 33, Moses asks, God, let me see your glory, like your unfiltered, raw kabod, right? The substance of who you are that makes you great. And God says, no, I can't, right? Like if I showed that to you, it would be so overwhelmingly powerful that it would kill you. And so he lets him see the afterglow of his glory. But then here's what's so cool. You go into the New Testament and you look at 1 Corinthians 13. And Paul says there, which we actually just studied a few weeks ago in our 1 Corinthians series. And Paul says there, now here on earth, we know in part, we see in part, but when the time comes, when, we, when we're in heaven, when the culmination of all things has taken place, we will see God face to face. We will know as we are known. But that phrase there, we will see him face to face, that hearkens us back to what God said to Moses. No one can see my face and live. But here's the thing. We will, in these bodies, have already died. So there won't be, we'll be able to see that which would have been so overwhelming it would have killed us. And yet we won't be able to die again. And so think about what that'll be like. I mean, that'll be the greatest rush, the greatest, most overwhelming sensation, something that in this life would have killed you and you'll get to experience it in heaven. And one thing you, you said to me, Mike, I remember a few years ago, you said, the thing that people don't get about heaven is that what makes heaven heavenly is that God is there. And that thought has stuck with me a lot over the last I don't know, two years since you said it. And um, I think this is a great example of that. Like that is what will make heaven great. Not the gold streets, not the mansions, not the whatever else will be there. Um, you know, it will be that God is there and that will be so overwhelmingly great. Yeah, and the other verse just came to my mind now uh, is Revelation 21, 23. And it says the city, you know, uh, speaking of the new the new heavens and new earth and the new Jerusalem has no need of sun or moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates the city, you yeah. know, and, and the lamb is its lamp talking mm -hmm. through Jesus, you know, and just that idea, yes, there's going to be no need, you know, God is going to be there. The idea just, I think that kind of puts a, maybe something tangible to the idea of God's glory and the idea of the light, you yeah. know, and that, that the light is truly, when a light comes into the darkness, it's God himself. It's not mm -hmm. some abstract idea of, of God shooting down a beam of light or it's Jesus, God, him, his very, um, you know, himself coming in to our world, into our, in the darkness of our weary world and illuminating our lives, you know, and that was, uh, yeah, no, that's just that thought that came to my mind. And uh, we were also just talking about the idea of just, uh, you know, the shadows, mm -hmm. you know, and that idea of that what we experience here on earth is, is, you know, as, as Moses, I mean, was, he came down off the mountain, his face was so bright, they had to put a veil over it. And, you know, Paul even talks about that fact that that veil is going to be, you know, removed mm -hmm. yeah. at some point where, and the idea of just that we are living in shadows of what heaven's going to be, be like, you know, Hebrews, you know, Eight talks about Moses when God spoke to Moses and said, "The tabernacle is going to be and and the way the worship of of my people is needs to be exact because this is a copy of heaven, but it's a shadow of heaven." I think you talked about uh, Paul talks about the shadow of uh, um, what was the other verse we were In talking Colossians about? Colossians two seventeen. I bring yeah, that one up. Well, he says, you know, all these things that came before are shadows, but the substance is found in Christ. Christ, yeah. That's a really important verse because what it tells us is that um, 
the shadows point us to something else, right? That's, we could also call them signposts, right? Uh, signpost doesn't exist for its own sake. A signpost exists to point you to something else. A shadow is created by something that has substance. And so the substance is in heaven. The substance is in Christ. And that casts a shadow. That shadow gives us the shape of something, right? Like, so like you go outside and your shadow is cast on the ground. That shadow is kind of in the shape of you. And yet it's not the same, right? Like, like if I couldn't see you, seeing your shadow on the ground would be kind of the closest thing I could get. It would tell me, oh, Mike's near, right? But if you were standing there and I could see you, it'd be kind of weird if I was obsessed with your shadow, right? Like talking to your shadow, hugging your shadow. It would be really strange. So the idea is that in Christ, like that, that's the substance that we should be pursuing. And look to those other things because they do point us to, they, they give us a shape of, in some way, um, the reality that casts that shadow, but they're not it. And that's kind of what I was saying in, in a previous sermon the, the week before was that even the greatest things you can think of. Actually, this was Christmas Eve. The greatest things you can think of are, are great, but they're only temporary, right? Like even the very best thing you can think of. It's good, but it's only temporary because that's not it. That's not the substance that you desire in your heart of hearts. It is a shadow that points you to the real thing, but the real thing will be as much greater as a person is than their shadow. Yeah, it just reminds me, uh, you know, we're we're a society that lives in expletives. Like mm. everything that's the bestest, bestest, greatest, you know, greatest of the greatest and, and the worst. <laughs> and the worst, yeah. It's like, oh. that's the worst. Oh, man. We just live in in that. And I remember Harold Best, He's a, he was a dean of music at Wheaton College, one of my favorite authors. And he, I remember hearing him teach and he was like, we need to save our vocabulary, those great words we need for, for things that really, really matter. Mm -hmm. And I, I was really struck by that. Like we, we get so ex super excited about shadows, mm -hmm. uh, but God is, you know, this, but sometimes we, we, we don't have anything reserved for the substance yeah. of Christ. And you just think about, you just think about Christmas Eve. It was such a, an amazing celebration as we came together as a church, we sang together, we, we, we fellowship together, prayed, the gospel was preached and it was amazing. All those words we can think of, but it is, as you say, it's a shadow of what heaven's going to be when we finally are in the presence of God. And, and as great as our service was, it's going to be a shadow <laughs> mm -hmm. of what it's going to be to be in the presence of the Lord and to worship. And I'm looking forward to that day. But yeah, just that, that thought came to me. We, we use a lot of expletives mm -hmm. <laughs> in this world. I wonder what we're going to have left when we get, you know, that's why you know, most of the time in the Bible, we say they're speechless. We just fall face down and we're like, whoa, woe is me. Yeah. You know, I have no words. I cannot speak, you know, and that's, you know, it's rightfully so, rightfully so. So, so if you did miss any of our services, go grab them. You can get our Christmas Eve service. You can uh, find it online and uh, just enjoy it. And of course, uh, we're looking forward to the next year. Coming up, and uh, you know, our next few few uh, sermon extras is going to be our vision series. We're looking to what God has for us here as a church, and we're really trying to want to focus into our community this year. And so, be looking for those as well. And if there's some things you want to, uh, you know, for this next year, you want us to touch on, maybe there's some subjects that we have we didn't touch 
in 2021. And there are some things that you want us to specifically speak on for this next year. Hey, let us know in the comment section or write, write, write to us. And I would love to cover some of those those topics. But uh, if we don't see you again, uh, Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. And God bless. <laughs>